this is uh, your Cup of Joe podcast, and I'm your host, Joe, Joseph Moore, where we talk to extraordinary, extraordinary people, emphasis on the extra, <laughs> that, that, are, that are superheroes in everyday life, and we got some superheroes in the coffee shop uh, we have it this evening, although you will probably, I'm breaking the third wall or whatever here, break character, uh, although you will hear this at 8 a.m., you're probably hearing this at 8 a.m. in the morning, but we are, this is an evening edition because I have two, I call them, I'll call them superheroes. These are teachers. <laughs> we are talking education with teachers here for this edition of uh, Cup of Joe, and it's called uh, Those Who Can Teach. Uh, we have some some extraordinary teachers, educators in uh, the coffee shop. Uh, I'm going to introduce them uh, uh, right now, <laughs> actually. <laughs> we have Angie Taylor and we have Miss Sharetta Watkins in uh, the building. I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Y'all know how we do it. Uh, I don't read off introductions. I love love for people to talk and uh, introduce themselves on here. And I'm going to start with uh, Miss Sharetta Watkins. We're going to give her a hand. Miss Sharetta Watkins, introduce Ooh. yourself to the people. Listen, first of all, I am just thrilled to be here with you this evening, and so I'm super excited. Thank you so much for this opportunity. But as you said, I am Sharetta Watkins. I have been in education for, wow, this fall will be 20 years, 20 years in education. So 19 years in the classroom, and I'm super excited about this fall will be my first year outside of the classroom as an as a literacy coach, so I'm super excited about that. Awesome, awesome. We're giving a hand for Miss Sharetta yeah, Watkins. 20 years in the game. Wow. Yeah, we're we going to hear some good stuff. We're probably going to get some good stories, too, that she can't, well, she probably can't tell the story because, you know, that the whole school, you know, thing. Oh, right? my gosh. But... <laughs> yeah, there are stories. <laughs> I know. And then we have Miss Angie Taylor. Angie, Miss Angie Taylor. Woo! Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> to the uh, peoples. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I am Angela Taylor, or Angie, for those who know me, know me for real. Um, very much like Sharetta, I am, this is my first year transitioning into my role as the literacy coach. I've been, this is my, going into my 16th year of education. Um, I was one of those ones who was teaching right out of college. Literally, I graduated on a Sunday and I was teaching on Monday. So um, this <laughs> wow. is year six. Yeah, this is year 16 for me. And so um, I've been an ELA and science teacher of middle school up until this point. And um, just this past year, I was a reading interventionist. And now um, we both were actually. And so now, um, well, me and Dr. Morton, who's not on the call, but now transitioning into my first year as a literacy coach. So I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. Miss Angela Taylor. Now I call her Angie because you know uh, we it's work both. At, and, both. And, and we work at church and stuff together. I, I know her, but when y'all right. say y'all y'all say Angela, if y'all leave comments, Angela, you done such an awesome job. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So so y'all see here it was twenty years, sixteen years. Man, mm -hmm. is there? There's a wealth of knowledge on this call, and one of the reasons I said an evening edition because. These two lovely ladies took time out from their, uh, I call it teacher convocation. They didn't have any, <laughs> if you're in the church, you know, uh, convocation, they have evening services. They didn't have any evening services. So uh, 
<laughs> they gave me their time uh, while they're in Orlando at this uh, at a wonderful uh, teachers conference. And so I'm gonna give them a hand. Thank you for your time. And so you, I know your time is valuable, and, and you have, uh, if you're in the church, you know, they probably got morning glory in the morning. Uh, so uh, <laughs> that's what we're doing in the evening, because we ain't going to have time for that, you know. They ain't going to have time yeah. to come to the coffee shop in the morning. They got to go to morning glory and, and uh, get themselves prepared. Hallelujah. Right. Yes, <laughs> we got to lay before the Lord, so we'll be ready for the next school year. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Woo. My God, I need to be doing that. <laughs> but, uh, but I am going to uh, to get right to it and get right to the questions. We're going to talk a little bit. Have, listen, I'm going to tell you, all y'all in for a treat because these two ladies are hilarious, too. Uh-oh, <laughs> <So> it's, uh-oh. <laughs> especially, especially uh, and, and I wish I had more than audio. Uh, so we could see. We need a teacher. We need a teacher joke uh, edition. We, we need a teacher. Jokes. We need a teacher joke. We do edition. look. Look, I, I'm be honest. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look for some right now, and uh, uh, they they're they're not that great. We'll see at the end. I'll see if I find some and put them at the end because <laughs> I, I want to give y'all to get the best for these teachers. All the year, the years and wealth of experience. These are y'all are the hero. The sheroes. Oh man, the education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right to it. So, so let me let me tell you my my thought around this. So I, I was thinking a lot of a lot of these podcasts are centered around just my thoughts. I was I had one thought that uh, yeah, someone said this on TV. It was actually on a program. It was a uh, scripted television uh, show or something. And the guy said, well, you know what they say? The guy was teaching, was talking to the teacher. You know, those who can do and those who can't teach. Now, we're going to get to that quote closer to the end Mm -hmm. uh, and get your thoughts on it. So that's why I thought about those who can, you know, but because my 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 thought as a teacher uh, is, would we be do we need teachers? Uh, Will we be will we be further along without teach without teachers? Can we teach ourselves? Has it changed? And that's just a whole lot of a myriad of thoughts. And so I just had a few questions that I want to ask this experience panel because I'm 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 I haven't hit 10 years yet. I'm a teacher, I'm a teacher, but I haven't hit 10 years yet. So I want to bring someone on who's who is experienced and been in the game for a while. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna visit that quote closer to the end. But the first thing I want to ask you is you know, uh back in 2020, I believe it was around March. Uh, I remember because I was taking my FBLA for teachers. Y'all know who that is, what that uh, organization is, Future Business Leaders of America, taking them on a on a uh, field trip. And uh, the night before, was not really concerned. It was like, hey, there's a case of COVID in Birmingham, only one case. And it was just kind of all around. And, and just personally, I had my son was in Washington on a trip too. And so I was just scared and nervous and all that stuff took him to Birmingham we came back and that was it for for that school year uh because we we came back we went to uh spring break in March and then boom everything changed the way we uh we taught from home and things just changed uh because of COVID my first question is thinking back to that time just like right after that what was your thoughts and then what was your teaching experience like 
I know we're still in the pandemic, but at the top of the pandemic, all the way, you know, to the next next year, 2021, and just just all of that, just kind of. I'll start with uh, I'll start with Miss Miss Taylor here. What was your teaching experience like, just coming into the pandemic? You know, just talk about it. Man, it was it was new territory. So we we were literally just figuring it out. And when I say we, I mean everybody from teachers to administrators and district, you know, central office personnel, because it was new. It, you know, I can't say nobody, but at least I have not ever taught during a, uh, during the pandemic. These kids, I never learned during a pandemic. So everything was new when you were having to figure it all out. So we had to figure out the LMS, which was Schoology. You were having to figure out everything. And it was a stretch because, you know, when you have kids face-to-face, that's one thing. But when you're trying to teach through a device, uh, it, <laughs> every, everything you would do in a classroom that you don't even think about, you're trying to figure out how to turn all of that or make that work in a digital space. So, you know, the good part was it stretched us and, it saw, and we saw that we could do things that, hey, I didn't even, you know, I'm good at that. <laughs> or I'm more creative than I thought I was, or I can do this. Um, but at the same time, it was very stressful because, again, it was new. And we were all trying to figure it out. And, and it was all, it, and it was daily. You know, you didn't know what to expect. You know, in one right. week, it's, it's the, you know, in one week, you have a full class, you know, logged in. And then the next week, you have no kids logged on because they're, you know, maybe out with COVID. And then you have the issue of dealing with kids who had who had Chromebooks or who didn't have Chromebooks. And the ones who did, did they have internet service? And just mm. so many different things going on. And then you got to figure out grading and you're trying to create collaborative spaces for kids online. And so then, you know, you're trying to figure out small groups on a on Google Classroom and special education. Think about all this stuff, trying to give kids services. And so you have special education teachers trying to figure out how do I service these kids? Wow. through this you know through this device and how do you really get that kids not logging in because you can't penalize them so to speak and it was mm-hmm. you can't go say hey wake up or hey log in <laughs> <laughs> so it was attendance and it was just so many factors but you know we we did it um and i you know we do what we do as educators we, we get it done and we take all the stuff that's given to us and we do it you know um in, in in true educator fashion, so I'll stop talking now, so I don't you know take over the <laughs> question. So, Soretta can get in there. Go ahead, Miss Watkins. Go ahead and tell us what it was like for you. I'm sitting here thinking, yep, uh huh, yes, it, yes, yep, I agree with that. Listen, <laughs> it was crazy. It was Andy said that buzzword. It was stressful, mm-hmm. to say the least. Right? It was right. a stretch because there was yep. no roadmap. I mean, right. to what we were doing, it was totally new territories and we were definitely trying to figure it out as we went along we're like okay that worked okay no that didn't work okay um, right this child, we need to make sure they keep their camera off because oh my gosh what is going on and yeah it, i mean yeah. it was a mess right it was stressful mm-hmm. because we had our own families at home we were trying to just right. navigate what was going on in our own house with our children trying to be virtual themselves and here we are you know my little one i have a six-year-old and an uh, 18-year-old. So my little one's running through the house, running in the background while I'm trying to teach a class. His class is going on at a different time, trying to get him set up, my oldest. I mean, it was just, it yeah. was a stressful time and just juggling family and your professional life all in the same area. I mean, the anxiety was through the roof. My anxiety was. My right. concern for my students that I knew lived in, you know, situations that were not the best concern for them being at home and you know not knowing what was going on because for many of our students school is their safest place it's their place where they're safe it's their it's the place where they're fed it's the place where 
their love. So knowing mm-hmm. that they were at home in an environment that could have, you know, may not have been the safest, that was a, a huge concern for me. Um, you know, to be concerned with my kids that I know, like I said, that are dealing with trauma, kids that are at risk in their environment, kids that I know needed that face-to-face mm-hmm. instruction because they were already, you know, on the verge. And so it was definitely a lot of anxiety, very stressful. It almost felt like we were on call. Yes. Like parents had access to us all the time. And, and initially, you know, I wanted to give them that access because I knew they had fears. I knew they had concerns, but it was like, it was stress beyond measure. Like seriously. <laughs> I, I concur. I know my very first, I guess the first months well, for that first to, to finish out the spring of, tw- of the 20, uh, 2020 year. It, it, I don't know if this was uh, true for you all, but I had students that because I was an elective, we really we really didn't, you know, I gave them a few works, uh, not worksheets really, that they could pick up, but something they could do uh, on the Chromebooks. But the uh, point I'm getting to is you, you, you pushed on a button when you talked about their environments and things of that nature. There were a lot of kids that we we were friends at school, you know, and we had relationships. And so they would just log on to Google Classroom just to talk. And oh, God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure y'all got that. And I'm like, yeah. And, and so that was part of me is like, I sat there and talked, although I had my, and man, shout out to my kids. And I'm, I'm going to shout y'all kids out too, because I know they had to be patient with y'all. Mine had to as well. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were uh, rock stars with being patient with me locking up in my room or in my, in my closet, my closet kind of big. So going in there just to, you know, talk to someone that's saying, yeah, we we you know we we're in a hotel right now. Like mm-hmm. what? You know, and I'm like, and then just sharing a lot of different things about mom and this and that and the yeah, other, and yeah. just talking. And that was, it was. I, I'm now big real talk. It did take a toll on me a little bit because man, I, I heard so much at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic and. So my teaching, my teaching experience, my I turned I turned into a bit of not a counselor, but someone that just kind of listened. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah, because so. they they wanted to con- they wanted to connect. You know, they <laughs> it got to where you know we had we had to figure out where the kids would start trying to stay on to the Google Meet after class was over to keep yes. talking to each other. So then we had then they had to change the Google settings. So it was like, all right, you have to end the call so that they can't stay on because they would just start right. creating their own Google Meets or inviting other kids in. And it's like, yes. no, it's not what we're doing. But yeah, um, yeah. Wow. they definitely wanted to connect because they had been out for so long and that, you know, that human contact that they needed, we just didn't have it. We tried as best we could to, you know, collaborate with the spaces that we had and connect them and still trying to do my class meetings and check-ins and good things and shout outs, but just having, you know, kids face to face is not the same as having them online. Online. Right. Right. It was was a struggle to try to provide some sense of normalcy in the midst of all the craziness that was going on at that time. Right. Right. So now let's, let's fast forward a little bit to uh, going into the, uh, to the next school year going into August. Now, you know, we had a lot of the meetings and everything around that time about 
mask and when we start and all that stuff. So this, I guess it'll lead into this. I guess you can talk about maybe that a little bit into this next question. So since then, has it changed? If it has, if school, if your experience as a teacher has changed, how has it changed? Um, yeah. No, no, I was about to say, Shreddy, you want to start with that one? <laughs> well, I can. I think um, for me personally, coming out of the pandemic really pushed me to maximize every moment. Mm. You know, it, it kind of made me realize how I took, you know, some things for granted, you know, and there were some places, you know, in my instruction that I, I needed to beef up. And coming back, it, I was there was really an urgency because I knew coming in that these kids practically lost a year of instruction. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was ready to come in. I knew I needed to come in to just maximize every moment. Um, <laughs> and then on the flip side of that, all the back and forth, you know, we came back on the A-B schedule. We saw these kids, Ooh. you know, two days out of the week and then another set of kids two days out of the week and and for me that was that was pretty cool i really it was it was crazy but it was cool at the same time because i had an an opportunity to you know teach the same thing twice Uh and so i felt like okay what i didn't get right with this group i can you know tweak it and make it better for the next group but it was just so it was a lot of um back and forth um sticking it made me think about what was important sticking to the critical standards and realizing what was important and sometimes we just talk we just spent a lot of time just talking because the kids needed that they needed um, a safe place they needed to know okay we're back in school things are gonna be okay a lot of kids lost loved ones during the pandemic so they were scared somebody sneezed called they were afraid they were terrified Oh yes. you know so and then you know just blending technology you know it for me, I didn't get comfortable with just sticking with technology, but I was ready to get back and teach, provide some instruction in front of the kids. So learning how to blend technology and uh, interacting with it and not just sitting back, you know, and just say, well, y'all just go on the computer because that was what we have been doing all this time. Y'all just go work on this on the computer. But blending that and, you know, letting it support the instruction. Okay. Like I said, we just knew kids were lagging behind, and I just I was ready to come back in there and deal with it. Right, awesome, awesome. What about you, uh, Miss Taylor? Um, well, you know, it's how how's it changed since then? Uh, a lot has changed, and a lot has not. Um, okay. You know, so when I say a lot, a lot has not changed, as in the needs of kids have always been great. So it's just that 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 remains the same. Um, but you know how how has it changed for real? Those those needs of now have been like magnified. Like Sherita already said, they've they've lost a year of instruction essentially because we spent so much time figuring things out, mm-hmm. technology issues to where we don't have internet or Schoology is down, so we can't yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can't teach from a platform that we can't even access. And so then it was like, okay, well we have to send a message out to parents that. We have to shut it down early for today because internet is out. So we got to send a message through Remind. So that's the only way we can communicate. Mm-hmm. So there's so many days of that, you know. Um, so th- this past school year was just really the closest thing to normal that we've had. You know, I don't, I don't think we'll ever go back to normal again. We have to redefine what that is. But <laughs> this was the closest to normal because even last 
um, the year before last, you know, we came in, like Shreda said, on the, the AB schedule and it was half day or whatever. And then, you know, we were in and out, you know, with the masks and then you had the, the surges in the cases and then you'd have kids here and then you wouldn't have them here. And then, you know, we started this year full, um, fully face to face, but still kids, some of those kids hadn't been in the building for an entire school year. So you're having, and you know, me being at the high school level, you have freshmen coming in who don't even know what high school is all about. So you're going from eighth grade to ninth grade, just, just in there, you know, <laughs> wide open because, and you're having to teach them how to do school all over again. Like they don't know how to do school because they haven't for a whole year. Yeah. They left out what seventh grade, mid eighth grade. They spent the whole year virtual, so now he just showed up to high school, and it wow. was it was such right. It was such an adjustment for the teachers and the kids. It was hard. It was a lot because you know you're back in the building, you're having to teach them how to be in school again. Because I've been home all this time, doing what you know what I do at home, and and now I'm in a building where there's rules and structure and. <laughs> mm, mm. you know procedures to follow and just you know wrapping it around their minds again that i'm not at home and so now there's there's still this blend and mix of virtual and face-to-face -face learning because we have some kids who still never return and parents just chose to do virtual so they access their work through you know the the learning platform um schoology and you know ingenuity for credit recovery you know for some of our high school students so right. it's 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 changed a lot you know again the what hasn't changed is that the kids still need what they need but I don't, I don't know that we'll ever return to a normal again. Um, yeah. Teaching teaching at its, it's, it's going to be, or education is stressful already, but um, I'll say the, the, the weight of having to juggle the completely virtual part, you know, that has been lifted, but, you know, you're still dealing with kids who don't have Chromebooks or who break them and lose them, or they still don't have, maybe have internet at home, or you're still dealing with engagement or being just disconnected or motivated because I've been at home for so long and I've got to come back and do school. So you're fighting through Click on part two all these of other this factors episode that they're dealing with. And again, being at the high school level, like these kids have jobs. 